All right, we're recording, and it's Billy here with Strictly Sales Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. Look at that. I, I know this is going to be a podcast, but I still have my, my bass sticker sticking on the wall behind me because we have a Bass Nation event coming up at Mosquito. Yeah, you guys excited about that? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yep, I'm um, up here already. Oh, there you go. Well, I'm here with John O'Neill and Everett Sheets, and John and Everett are on the podcast because they won the event that we had, the online event that was May 8th, and it was the Buddy Bass. Had you guys fished together before on a team? We had not. Um, not on a team, no. Yeah, we fished same places quite a bit, you know, Central Ohio Kayak Fishing League and uh, Buckeye Kayak Fishing. We run into each other quite a bit, uh, but yeah, we've never been on a team before, and uh, unfortunately, my partner had to drop out at the last minute because of work and Everett was nice enough to take me on and and um, carry me a little bit in the morning until I started to get things figured out. Well, I'd say you guys figured it out because you won first place. How's it feel to, to win first place? Great. Awesome. It's always good to win, especially when it's that tough. Yeah, there were a lot. And when I say a lot, I think maybe, and this was a, this was a team event. So it was a five fish limit two two person teams one of the anglers had to catch at least one fish the other one was allowed to catch four but so with keeping in mind that it was a team event 19 anglers turned in zero inches pretty tough before we get into the results because it was a close day you guys actually tied with another team and i want to get into some of the some of the things but before that you know we're doing this new format with the bkft podcast where we just we want to get to know anglers because I think in, in years past, we would either always interview the, the winners only or the winners seem to be the same people. And this is cool because so far this year, I've interviewed first place and we haven't had a repeat where I had to go to second place or third place. So this is cool. Let's start with John. We'll give Everett plenty of time to talk. But John, why don't you just kind of walk me through the day? How'd it go? Uh, it was rough starting out. <laughs> it was cold. We were up in Clear Fork. Um, I got there about 7.30 or so. Everett was already on the water. Um, launched and we started out in little little bay next to the marina there. And uh, that was the place that I'd fished last year during the BKF event, a BKFT event up there. Um, and I've caught some fish up there. So I kind of said to Everett, I said, you know, go ahead and cast right there on that point, you know, that I caught some fish off of there, and he caught one, I think it was 13.75 to start off, and within a couple casts later, I hear a big splash, and he says, I got a huge one, he starts yelling and hollering, and 19 and a quarter right there, um, like I said, second or third cast, and yeah, it was pretty exciting starts for him. Uh, I struggled. I didn't get anything down there. Um, went on down the bank, kind of uh, worked our way towards the dam from the marina, and um, caught some small fish, and he continued to catch fish. Uh, I think he had four before we decided to cross over, try to get out of the wind a little bit because it was very cold, very windy up there that morning, gray overcast skies. And yeah, it was tough conditions, definitely tough conditions. Um, but he was catching fish all morning long, um, which is really good. Yeah, really good. When you look at 
Clear Fork, it doesn't, that's where you said you were, right? Clear Fork? Yep, Clear Fork. It's, yep. it's kind of a round lake. It doesn't take much wind to kind of mess you up on that lake, does it? No, no, it was, uh, it was pretty brutal and it was cold. Um, I had gloves on, Everett did have his gloves on, poor guy. And I know at one point he said his hands were freezing. My hands were freezing, even with the gloves on. Um, I think about noon, finally, but finally the sun came out, which uh, just thank God it did because it started to warm things up. And, um, you know, that makes things more bearable when we have some sunshine under those conditions. So, um, and going across the lake, getting out of the wind was really a good idea, especially for me. Um, I was fishing up shallow lily pads, throwing a Senko, and I think I caught all of my fish on a Senko that day, everything that, everything that I counted. So um, I didn't catch anything on any other baits, actually, other than the Senko. I started catching fish on Senko, and I just stayed with it, um, casting in about a foot of water. Um, the fish were up there. They, I think they were enjoying the sunshine, too, that day. So, yeah, it was, it, it was nice. Once, the, once I started to get in the bite, and that was probably about noon, so I was pretty uh, pretty nervous I was going to let Everett down after he said he was going to be my partner. So, uh, but once I started to get in the bites, uh, started to get comfortable, yeah, it was, it, it was great after that. So, You said that you were catching little ones on the Senko, uh, especially early. When you say little, like how little were they? Oh, like eight and ten inches. Nothing that would count, yeah. I think the first fish that I caught, I measured it because Everett had already had, I think he had four on the board at that point. I measured 11 and a half inches. I was just, you know, trying to, trying to get that one to 12, you know, just to get something on the board, you know, just to get the skunk off there. So, but I think uh, first one I caught was probably around noon, maybe a little bit before that. I think it was like 15 and a quarter. So yeah, I started catching fish after that. So nothing, nothing good. Um, he was throwing a jig. I was throwing a Senko. I threw a spinner bait, nest worm, a couple other baits, and he was catching them. I just couldn't get anything on that uh, south south bank. So, so wait, I'll I'll have to check my notes. Everett Sheets was throwing a jig, and Everett Sheets <laughs> was throwing a jig. Wait, if you can believe it. All right, so let's. Let's go over to let's go over to Everett. I'll let John off the hook for a minute because I can only imagine, you know, fishing in a team, a bu like a buddy event. That's always my worry is that I, I won't even catch a 12 inch fish and that my, my partner will, uh, you know, put him in the boat. So let's go over to you, Everett. What what just start us from the beginning of your day. And John kind of gave us an idea, but. Tell us what's missing there. What? How'd it go from your perspective? Yeah, for for all the event, all the buddy events, I basically just leave myself open and try and fill a spot when when a guy can't uh, partner bails out at the end. So last year, last year I was in the smallmouth event. I did the same thing with uh, Edward Shimi, and uh, and we we did all right. And uh, you know, uh, Gary uh, messaged that John uh, he had to work, and uh, I was like, oh, I, I can fill in if you can't find anybody. And Thursday night he said, Nope, can't find anybody. So we I signed up. And uh, I had already pre-fished Clear Fork, not not intentionally, but uh, just well, I went out went out with Joe and, um, from Fireball, and uh, we pre-fished, and I tore him up on a jig, and he didn't catch nothing on a Senko. So it was a, very much the same the same situation. So uh, we started the day doing the same thing, and yeah, he he points out his spot and says, "Yeah, well, I did pretty good in this corner." First thing in the morning, 
And I go over there and I flip my jig in, catch a little 13 inch. And I'm like, Hey, we got, we got fish on the board. No skunk. Yay. <laughs> and like two flips later, I, uh, I hook into that 19, uh, 19 and a quarter inch. And yeah, I get, I get a little excited when, when I get one over 17 inches, like I get pretty, pretty loud and rowdy out of, out there. So I think if you don't, then you, you probably should stop fishing. <laughs> I, I get pretty rowdy when I just catch a fish. I've been known to, <laughs> I've been known to get pretty excited. And then it's like 11, 12 inch fish in the boat. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we continued on my pattern, uh, fishing uh, fishing along the timber off the steep shorelines. Uh, but he could, he couldn't catch nothing on that on that, and I'd I'd go right behind him and catch catch fish right behind him. Uh, so they just weren't biting uh, weren't biting that bait in that position. So we went in search of another bite because the fish I was catching were still small. They were thirteen and a quarter, thirteen and a half inches, and uh, uh, we weren't catching any more any more big ones. So we had to find something else. So we went over to that other side and. Uh, split up and I continued my pattern over on the other side and he was looking for another pattern and I go over go over to where he's at after I see him uh, update the board uh, I, I called up a fifth uh, with a 15 and uh, he, uh, he had put a 15 and a quarter up and, and another like 13 inch up and I, and I went over to see where he was at and he was in this little bay that was like a foot deep it was like the size of a football field and the whole thing was a foot deep and he's casting in like six inches of water and I'm like, how are you, you're catching fish in six inches of water? And he said, yeah, I've caught like 15 so far. <laughs> He's just absolutely slain. I'm back behind those lily pads, uh, little ones and the 15 incher. So he's like, well, I'm like, well, I know a spot that's got all kinds of lily pads. If, if you're having a good luck with this strategy, we'll go work that stuff. So we go back onto, onto the far north side where if you know Clear Fork, that's got the, uh, all the lily pads on it. It's just a giant lily pad field. So he goes back into a wind protected cove. And I go looking on other lily pads in, in the area and uh, back in the creek up there. I went all the way up the creek uh, where it starts to deepen back up around the bridge on the north end. And uh, it, it got down to like 49 degree water temperature. So I immediately turned around and came back. And uh, when I got back, he was like, oh, man, I got a nice 17 incher, missed a big one. And he'd, uh, he'd caught a couple more and put them on the board and finished out uh, his four fish limit. Uh, so I, I was like, well, screw it. I'll, and I pulled up my transducer and went all the way back into the lily pads, trying to flip the lily pads. And I pulled a, another 15 inch out doing that. And then I went out to the flat in front of it. And uh, that's where I w we pulled in the last two plus 17 inches, uh, running that swim jig really hard uh, uh, through the through the outside grass stuff. And uh, yeah, they absolutely hammered it later in the day, like went, like yanking the rod out of my hand, hammered it. Pretty awesome. Well, wow, that's a good story. And, you know, I uh, should have said at the beginning of this podcast that the Buddy Bass was sponsored by Fireball. Um, you said you went out with uh, Joe Fuller yeah, and it was sponsored by Fireball Outdoor. So Fireball, go find them online. I've ordered, I don't know how many times I've ordered from Joe and he's super responsive. Facebook Messenger or, you know, he'll he'll reach out and make sure that you have the right color, the right weight. He's even reached out to me and are you sure you want this, this gauge of hook? This is what you ordered, but he's just a lot of, a lot of help, man. He's a good guy, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, it's, it's always fun to show up the jig guy on his own jigs. Yeah. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, good job. Yeah. I noticed uh, you did say, you know, fishing behind the lilies. So I'm picturing like a weed line or like a, a patch of lilies and then like a space between the bank where the lilies start is that kind of what you mean or explain that a little bit more uh yeah, yeah john yeah yeah that's where i was throwing into um i'd seen one swirl right up against the bank so there was about a six inch to about a foot space between the bank and the beginning of the lily pads 
just cast right into there. And that's when I got my first one and continued with that pattern pretty much for the rest of the day, just really shallow. I mean, yeah, like he said, it was probably a foot deep where I was back in and there were bass boats going past me. There was other kayakers going past me. I just stayed in that little spot for a long time when he went, he went south again. And I just, I think, well, towards the dam again. And uh, I, I just pretty much stayed in there for probably about an hour and a half or two hours catching fish out of, you know, foot to six inches of water. It was unbelievable. Yeah. That they were hanging out in that shallow water, but yeah. And I, I, ne- I never would have found that, that bite, the, the, the bite that I caught the, the, my big fish on, if, if he hadn't have found that super shallow, I wouldn't even have tried that stuff. Oh, wow. So true, you know, buddy event, you guys, you know, sharing, sharing information and, I think it's cool when two different anglers in a buddy event are throwing different baits, going after a different pattern. Um, that just makes sense. Find out what works and then come together. Great job to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We most probably half the day we stayed together. Maybe the other half we, we, you know, kind of, he went one way and I went the other way, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, we pretty much stayed together and, yeah, it was, a, it was a great day. You know, I love to fish a Senko. That's what I like to fish. He loves to fish a jig. So, you know, it worked out, worked out well. Yeah. I love it. And Everett is being photobombed right now by a cat. What, what's your cat? <laughs> uh, my cat, that's actually Chatterbait. He, that's the name of the cat. Really? <laughs> yeah. I love it. There was an old bait. Who's the comedian? Um, Ron White. I think he had a he had a dog named uh, Slu- Slu- Sluggo. Was that Sluggo? Yeah, I always thought that was fun. Well, John, you—I know you're in the hotel right now, up in, up by Mosquito Creek. Do, do you have any pets? I do not. Okay. But if you did, uh, I gave say, you a puppy tomorrow. What would you? What would you name your puppy? Has to be oh, a bait. Has to be a bait. Yeah. I would have to go Senko. There you I mean, go. It's wow. a good what name for a puppy. <laughs> What else could I go with? Senko. Yeah. Senko yeah. the puppy. So yeah. if anyone Senko out there the gets a puppy, name him Senko. Um, mm-hmm. Senko O'Neill. That has there to be the go. puppy's name. <laughs> there you go. Well, I know you guys had mentioned fishing the Central Ohio Kayak Fishing League. I always like to ask where everyone's from. And like I said, have the listeners kind of get to know everyone. You guys are, are you guys both in Central Ohio? Yeah. 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 I'm in Columbus. Yeah, I'm South Columbus. Okay. And then, um, let's see, we'll start with John. Um, how long have you been in the central Ohio area? And then, and then how'd you get into specifically kayak fishing? Oh gosh. I've been in the central Ohio area for a long time now, uh, 25, 30 years. Um, so, um, you know, it was kind of by accident that I got into the kayak fishing. Um, I was fishing actually, if anybody knows anybody from Columbus fishing down below Greg's, probably about four years ago. Um, and somebody came up to me and I was fishing out of a sit and side, just had a couple rods with me, you know, just fun fishing. And somebody came up to me and he had a really nice kayak. I don't know who the guy was. I still don't know who the guy was. Really nice kayak. He started telling me about, you know, kayak fishing, that kind of thing. Um, I was like, oh, okay, I got a kayak. I can try it out. So um, started out with some online events, um, some KBF events. Um, that was the only one that I really even knew about. I didn't even know that there was a Buckeye kayak fishing trail for the longest time. 
until somebody told me about it. Um, so I started out fishing the KBF events and went down to Kentucky, went over to Illinois, up to Michigan the first year, um, Kentucky Lake, quite a few places. So that's kind of how I got it started. And then when I found out there was BKFT and it was closer, um, I started doing that, <laughs> so, which is a little bit nicer, not quite as, quite as uh, long to travel and, you know, stay in the state and get to see um you know, a lot of the different places around the state and get to, you know, see the same guys over and over again. It's the kind of going, you know, out of state to a big KBF event where, you know, there's, you know, might be 100, 120, 200 guys there. So, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Um, well, we're definitely happy that you're fishing the trail and that you stumbled up upon a <laughs> kayak angler uh, way back when. Everett, how, how long have you been in Central Ohio or just South, and how did you get into kayak fishing? Well, I was uh, I was born and raised in Circleville uh, by a West Virginian family, so I've been I've been fishing for as long as I can remember. But uh, I got into kayak fishing specifically uh, one year. I was fishing Hargis, and it was real drawn down, and I was like, man, there's got to be a better way to get out there to the fish because <laughs> if you, anyone that knows Hargis, that's that's by far my favorite lake. Uh, it's and it uh, it's got islands out there, and the islands are where the bass like to hang out for uh, and on that lake. So uh, I went to Walmart and got a sun dolphin, and uh, was fishing out of my out of the sun dolphin. And then I went to the uh, uh, the expo, Columbus Expo, and there was a BKFT bench there, and I was like, "There's kayak tournaments," <laughs> and and uh, yeah, basically signed up for every single kayak tournament after that. <laughs> so. Uh, I uh, fished out of my sun dolphin the first year, upgraded the, to the Ascend, and I'm still still sticking with the Ascend, as many people want to want to say, oh, it's a little cheap kayak. Yeah, it's cheap, but, uh, it, you know, it, it gets the job done, and I like it. <laughs> well, I love it. And then we don't we don't talk a lot about the behind the scenes, but obviously the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail, the local trails, it's all volunteer work, and there's a lot of people on the committee that put a lot of time in, so it's it's cool to hear that you ran into someone at a, uh, at the, at the expo. And I don't know how many listeners know this, but now Everett is on the committee. So at the next expo, maybe Everett gets <laughs> to pay it forward and explain the trail to some lucky person. Right. Oh, we, we, we spread the word all the time. Uh, we, I, I, we brought probably a dozen people into the central Ohio league. And now we're bringing people out of the central Ohio league into the BKFT. We've got a few of them showing up to mosquito this weekend. And I, I got, a, I got a loner catch board. I give out and uh, I'm going to give that one out this weekend to, uh, let, so somebody can fish it. So, yeah. Well, there you go. And I have a spare one. I, I keep meaning to throw that in the truck. So thanks for the reminder. I will throw my extra catch board in my truck too. So reach out if, if anyone else needs one. I was introduced to BKFT by Brian Bo Smith and the, the measuring board was one of the first things that he told me about. He said that he went to an event and he signed up and he didn't have a measuring board 2017 or 18. And someone was like, Oh, here, I have an extra one. So that, that seems to be one of the, you know, you have to have a, a you know, flotation device. You have to have a kayak <laughs> and all your gear but then it's either the identifier or the, the measuring board that seems to be missing. That's cool. It's definitely a brotherhood, right? Oh, yeah. Billy, I'd like to say that you are a good spokesman for BKFT. I don't know if you remember this, but last year, right before COVID hit, I was in the uh, Field and Stream parking lot out at Easton 
and I ran into you and you started telling me all about BKFD. You were like, you saw the rack on top of my car and you're like, you fish out of kayak? And you know, you just, yeah, I, we talked probably a good 20 minutes out there in the parking lot of Field and Stream. I don't know if you remember that or not. I, I do remember it. I think I might've sent you a, a friend request or a check to see if we were friends on Facebook. But yeah, I saw this, uh, saw this little car parked in the compact spot. No, it wasn't. In the <laughs> I saw this little car. I was like, man. So um, to, to be completely honest, I was kind of like hanging out, like waiting to see like, <laughs> how long is it going to be until this person comes out? Um, and then you came walking out and I was like, hey, man, you know, kind of walked over. And um, it was pretty cool. I, I do remember that very well. Yeah. That's cool, though, when you run into people and you can talk to them about it, you know, and that's the same way pretty much everywhere you go. You know, when every, anybody sees the kayak on top of your car or the roof rack on top of your car or KBF sticker, BKFT sticker, you know, people always ask about it, you know, oh, you fish this too? Or, yeah, I fish this and I've been doing this, you know, so it's really cool. You run into yep. a lot of people, you meet a lot of people. Yeah, and then... The other thing I've been doing, I know I said this is going to be a podcast, but we're on video. I'm trying to look at your polls behind you, John. Oh, <laughs> what's he got tied on? They're leaning against the wall. It's pretty far, yeah. probably about <laughs> ten or fifteen feet away. So, cinco, 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 spinnerbait. Okay, there you go. Okay, no. No. Hey, I haven't fished up here yet, so I have no idea what's what's going to be the hot bite. So. You know, if you want to ask me tomorrow about this time, maybe I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> uh, Everett said, throw some jigs in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> what, why would I ever say anything like that? <laughs> well, and the thing is, too, that kind of transitions into the next thing I want to talk to you guys about. We've already kind of given it away. I always like to find out what is the favorite bait to throw. But then maybe why? Because if, if I went out, if, if Everett gave me all his jigs and I went out to Hargis and I went around the islands, I probably still wouldn't catch any fish. <laughs> so just because you know what someone throws or, you know, John gives me his Senko and sends me out to Clear Fork and shows me where to go. Um, so I want to kind of flip it on you guys a little bit. What bait, if I gave you my tackle box, what bait, if you opened it and it was all one bait, We'll start with Everett. What do you want nothing to do with? Nothing to do with. Oh, my. Uh, uh, crankbaits. I, I throw them, and I have them tied on, but I absolutely hate fishing them in a, in a tournament because I have lost so many fish on treble hooks, it's not even funny. Well, I was watching a, I was watching a YouTube video with Brian Lattimore, um, B-Lat, and he yeah. was talking about, you know, because he, he Z-Man, he throws a lot of that finesse bait. He doesn't have any, I think it was jigs and crankbaits. He didn't have either one. Yeah, he doesn't use jigs. Yeah, and that breaks my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, John. So you open the tackle box. What are you like? No. Uh, probably chatterbait. I don't know why. I just never do well with the chatterbait. I know people love the chatterbaits, but I would rather throw a spinnerbait all day um, long. Yeah. You guys can keep all the chatterbaits. I know everybody crushes them on chatterbaits, but. You can keep them. I'll stay with my spinnerbait. Maybe I'm just too old to start something different. I don't know, but no chatterbaits for me. Yeah, well, I think the chatterbait and spinnerbait are pretty similar. So we're gonna we're gonna let you off the hook and, and tell you to save your money and don't don't jump on the bandwagon and buy all those expensive <laughs> chatterbaits. And it'll leave more for me anyway. 
There you go. There you go. I was out at Hoover last year. This is my this is my one and only chatterbait story. I wanted to retie my leader, and so I had my chatterbait. Uh, I had cut cut the chatterbait, you know, sitting on my lap. I tied my leader, retied it, checked it, you know, trimmed it up. It was good. Checked my knot. Picked up my jackhammer and threw it in the water. I buy twenty dollars, right? Yeah. So, my chatterbait story is slow down. Pay attention. Make sure it's tied on before you throw it out there, right? Yep. Hey, <laughs> um, you guys want to take a quick break and then we will be right back. All right. So we're back after a quick break. And um, you know, I think next what the only thing I can think to talk about is uh what what what's the next event? So we talked about mosquito. A little bit. Any anything else you guys want to say about Mosquito Creek Lake? Have you guys ever fished it? Nope. No, I have not. Nope. Uh, saw it for the first time this afternoon, probably about four o'clock. Uh, water's actually really clear, which I was kind of surprised considering all the rain we've had. So yeah, it looked really clear. I've just yeah. been I've been texting Joe, and you know, me and him are going to head up tomorrow morning. So and then I guess I don't I don't want to do too much preview on mosquito because by the time this recording comes out that event might be over let's hope that one of us did really well maybe all three of us <laughs> maybe all right yeah <laughs> nice job at mosquito john so that's that's event number three we have 11 events on the tour series do you guys do you guys plan to fish the the series a lot or do you have any events you know you can't make or Anything you're looking forward to? Uh, how about we'll go with Joe first? Joe, Joe's not here. We'll go with John first. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so I like the river events, um, Columbus rivers, um, which I've fished a lot of the rivers. I've never done well in one of the Columbus rivers <laughs> events. So I'm going to try out some different spots this year. Um, Dayton rivers last year came in third. So pretty excited about that. And I loved being in the rivers, catching smallmouth. So yeah, those two especially, but. Um, try to make as many as I can. Uh, I think I fished all of them last year, um, including, you know, going to the championship and I think I ended up ninth uh, overall. So I was pretty excited about that. So hopefully I can do that again this year. Yeah, that the championship, um, what do we call it? The uh, EKFT Classic. The Classic, yeah. I fished in it. I didn't catch any fish. That's why I forgot what it was called. <laughs> uh, it, was it was a at, miserable day. It was a yeah. CJ Brown. That was that was tough. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, but you finished ninth, so good job there. And yeah, the have you did you fish the Dayton Rivers the year before? I did. I did, and actually, I fished them. Um, oh, the, the previous two years, fish Mad River. Um, which I don't think I'm going to go back to Mad River and fish this <laughs> fish there anymore. I don't know if you, either of you have fished Mad River. It's fast. Uh, it's, pretty, it's fast. <laughs> it's always fast. Um, it's crazy fast. Um, I know there's some fish in there. It's just really hard to fish. So, um, yeah, I think I'll stay out of the Mad. I uh, did a lot better in the uh, Miami last year. So, Yeah, and then with, with the COVID stuff, I'm hopeful that that's kind of winding down. They have that outdoor festival for the Dayton yep. event, and that's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. They allow oh, yeah. you to kind of camp in the in the Metro Park, and I enjoyed that. 
Yeah, lots to, to see at that event too, you know, just walking around, some cool things. All right, Everett, what about you? Uh, Allen Creek, Look, looking forward to Allen Creek. I won it last year, so uh, it's a fall tournament this year, and Allen Creek in the fall can be a very love-hate relationship, but i uh, still looking forward to it. And then, of course, the river events. Uh, last year, I, I uh, couldn't finish my limit in the Columbus event, but I lost by, la- by like eight inches, so I only need one more fish. So that, that, was a, that was a heartbreaker, so I'm looking forward to some redemption on that one. Yeah, great, great job, at Alan. That was, that was a lot of fun to follow that as well. So yeah, you me and uh, Hannigan going at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys were battling it out for sure. And then with, with the Mosquito event being the Bass Nation, you know, with the Bassmaster, are you guys both going, you know, going after that to try to qualify for the, the Bass for next year? Yeah, yeah, I would like to qualify. Yeah. yeah. Depends on where it is. I don't know if they've announced it next year or not. I know this year's it's down in Texas, which is pretty far drive from Ohio. So hopefully it'll be somewhere a little bit closer to Ohio next yeah. year. I had plans to go this year, but uh, uh, had to had to cancel them last. I uh, was beating it around for like two or three months. If it was in February, like it was supposed to be, I was absolutely going. But this late in the year, it's too much time for me to think about it and the vacation days are better spent pre-fishing for other events so i'm going but we'll see we'll see how that turns out <laughs> well, good luck, well, good luck. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah it's gonna be a lot of people on that on possum possum lake i mean the only other thing i can think is for me to kind of wrap this up um obviously i want to thank strictly sale for being the sponsor for the buckeye kayak fishing trail thank all of our sponsors that show up. I mean, we have so many great sponsors that give us so many prizes for, you know, raffles and for all these events that we go to. And then of course, you know, that really makes it possible for us to have multiple trails. You know, we, we don't just have the tour series. We have the online series like we're talking about today with the buddy bass. And then we also have the multi species series, which is pretty cool as well. Um, we did a little bit more format. I mean, a little different format to that this year. So make sure you check that out. And then I want to give both of you a chance to uh, shout out to anyone specific. Uh, John, anyone you want to shout out to? Um, I would just like a shout out to um, Everett. Thank you for being my partner. Um, but I'd also like to give a shout out to the committee members, you know, for making all this possible. I know it's a lot of work for you guys and a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And you guys put in a lot of effort. So appreciate what you guys do. Yeah, that's that's cool. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And Everett, how about you? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Thanks to BKFT for holding the event. So these, uh, you know, uh, we look forward to these all year round. So the first event, you know, Raccoon Creek, we had a butt ton of people show up. Last two events, we had a butt ton of people show up. So uh, we're probably going to have 80 something over up here at uh, Mosquito just because that's probably what we're going to have. And uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good times. And uh and Fireball, Fireball Outdoor Products. They're uh, they sponsored Buddy Bass, and they're sponsored Mosquito Creek. And uh, and that's what I use like ninety percent of my tackle boxes is beer. So I don't know if you're looking for any more sponsors, Everett, but you got to find like a hat company. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> seen you without your hat on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, w- I wear it all the time now because people don't recognize me without it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that might be a good thing. Well, in the in the rain, a hat like this, uh, it, it it's a tactical advantage because you don't have to worry about wiping your eyes and or anything like that. So it, it's a it's a tactical thing when I'm fishing. Well, seems to be working. Um, 
because uh, you're doing great. And John, you're doing great. So keep up the good work. Can't wait to see you guys out there. Can't wait to see you guys this weekend and at some of the other events. We'll say goodbye for now, but uh, see you guys soon. Tight lines, everyone. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.